Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome to Thursday. It is Thursday, January 26th. Thank you again for joining us on the Victory Point uh, podcast. Steve and Michelle here. Um, talk about some of those big things. Um, yesterday it was adultery, the day before murder, and today it's divorce. Um, so that's you know a very sensitive topic, and I think you know, there's some things that um, – God shared with us as we were preparing that hopefully will be a blessing to those who are listening. But uh, on Thursdays, we also take a minute just to pause and just express what we're thankful for. Um, so, uh, Michelle, what's something that you're thankful for? Um, so the biggest thing that sticks out in the last um, year that I'm thankful for is a job change. So uh-huh. currently working with the elderly at Pace, I really thoroughly enjoy it. Um, prior to that was a very dry season okay. of a career choice I was not enjoying. Okay. Um, I like to be busy in the hope and the chaos of things, and um, that's where I find myself now. And okay. So that's a huge, huge life changer for me and that's for our family. Good. Yeah. Good. Cool. Well, there's a couple of things that I'm um, thankful. We just got, I mean, now you're listening, it's the end of January, but we're recording this uh, early in January and we just got done with the holiday season and all the kids were at home. Um, so it was fun just to have some good times with all the family. Um, so we have three boys who are now in college or after college. And so um, that was fun seeing them for a couple of weeks. And some other good news that we're thankful for, um, my third son, Emma, he's a freshman at Western Michigan, but he just found out that he's going to be a counselor at Camp Geneva this summer. So we're excited if you, he's going to be in the Shores. So if you have a Shores age son, um, who I think that's like third grade through sixth grade, I encourage you to um, sign him up for Camp Geneva this summer and he might have Uncle Emmett for his counselor. So <laughs> Jackie and I were counselors back in the day. So it's kind of fun for that legacy thing. So, um, and then on kind of a more somber, serious note, um, I alluded to this the other day. So um, in a couple of days, January 29th is the, the two anniversary of my father-in-law passing away. Um, and uh, I just, I was reminded when we were down at their house over break um, and just what a blessing it was for me to be his son-in-law. Um, he was a man that was full of energy and loved life and just um, accepted me into the family with open arms. I mean, Jackie's his oldest daughter. And so, and we got married when she was still in college, and but he put up with me. And so just as we kind of look back on his life, um, just I, I was really blessed to have him as a father-in-law. And uh, so we'll, we'll do some things on Sunday to remember him, but uh, I'm just thankful for him in my life. So, all right. Now let's talk about divorce. So yeah, I'm, I probably shouldn't be so flippant with all these intro, intros, murder, adultery, divorce, but it's kind of like these are some heavy topics. So um, we got to have a little bit of levity with them to do. So, um, all right. So today is just two verses. So um, let's read it. It says uh, divorce. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, causes her to become an adulteress, and anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. All right, Michelle, so I'm just going to let you talk this whole time. <laughs> no, just using, so. Well, from my social work perspective, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so 
I think, again, it brings up God is just, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is a very clear thing. But I think he's also concerned. Um, I wrote he concern, he's concerned with our morality. Yeah. Um, and so I think morality continually comes up with this as well in these passages um, that we're continually talking about it throughout the week. Sorry, I, I thought you were about ready to say something else. Nope, you're okay. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm searching for the message version on my phone. Oh, okay, good, good. So, yeah, and I think, again, as we've been talking about all the week, it's another example of kind of Moses' law versus God's purpose. And there's another um, passage later in Matthew where they talk about, again, and, and Jesus goes in a little bit more detail about his thoughts on this. So this is just kind of the, hey, it's, you know, divorce is that something you should enter in lightly. Um and that there are some reasons why it um, would be okay. Um, but again, I think it just says, that, you know, God has created, uh, created marriage um, for his purpose. He has a holy plan for the function of marriage. And in Genesis, we saw Adam, he was by himself, and God said it's not good for him to be alone, and he, he needs a helpmate. And so he created Eve. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, only to you— only married people can fulfill God's plan. That's not what I'm saying. And, and um, I think there's are some things in here for people who are single or people who have been divorced. But, you know, again, this is a serious commitment and, and that Jesus says we shouldn't end lightly. Um, but I think also his grace um, and his um, sense of justice, I think it says, but there are some times um, where there's marital unfaithfulness. And I don't think that just... It means physical, like the adultery that we talked about yesterday, but um, abuse. You know, if you are in an abusive relationship where your spouse is just, whether it's verbally or physically, um, not treating you um, as a faithful um, spouse should, that there are times. And so um, I don't think, I don't want us to today say, hey, divorce is bad, don't ever get divorced. That's a, it's a t- big subject. Um, but... Uh, I, so I think maybe, you know, in context of what we've been processing for the past few days, what is the heart level here in this, this passage? So not just the physical act of, of divorce, um, but what is the kind of the heart level? What is Jesus trying to say to us through that? So um, and did you find the message version? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you mind if I just read it? Yes, please. Okay. Um So it says in the message, remember the scripture that says whoever divorces his wife, let him do it legally, giving her divorce papers or and her legal rights. Too many of you are using that as a cover for selfishness and whim, Mm -hmm. pretending to be righteous just because you are legal. Please no more pretending. If you divorce your wife, you're responsible for making her an adulteress unless Mm -hmm. she has already made herself that bisexual promiscuity. And if you marry such a divorced adulteress, you are automatically an adulterer yourself. You can't use legal cover to mask a moral failure. Mm. And so I just felt like, oh, this gives new um, new breath to what the scripture is saying, right? That yeah. took two verses and kind of extended it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I wrote down about how we as humans are fickle, right? If this yeah. is getting too hard and it kind of goes back to what I was saying yesterday about how comfort can yeah. be lead us out of intentionality um, and, right, our selfishness can come into that. And um, so I think 
right, to what you were saying, right, there are very good reasons um, where legality should come in and where we need this to occur um, as far as divorce goes. Um, But there's other times where maybe, okay, where's the fight? Um, What are we doing here? We made these promises. And so what are we, what are we doing here? Is this something to cover? Um, Is this ethically right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I have a message added to that. It's, are you using the law to justify your, um, what is it? Was it? Uh, flims? No, I can't remember the word to use, but it's... You're um, using that as a cover for selfishness and whim, pretending to whim. be righteous. Yeah, just kind of on a whim. I'm just, you know, I want to be done with this person. So, hey, the law says... Again, that kind of goes that big picture theme of um, the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. But I like, how, you know, in essence, there, Jesus um, is calling them out. Like, don't don't come to me with legal reasons for you doing... This is not okay. There are some reasons why it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. so again, this, you know, there's that, that call from Jesus to say, where's your heart at, you know, and are you just trying to get out something cause you're bored because it's not meeting your needs anymore. It's not comfortable anymore. Like you said, um, because that's not a reason to end this union that I, you know, that I bless that, that is, um, part of God's plan for a husband and wife. So, um, yeah, so I'm, thank you for sharing that. So other other thoughts that you had as far as what this says about humans, what it says about God? I have like a personal example where I feel yeah. like this, um, just looking at using legal cover to mask a moral failure and looking at... Um, so as a social worker, we have a code of ethics that we yeah. kind of prescribe to as a social worker. That is things that we hold true. Um, and one of those that I look at is often that I don't share my faith in the workplace because that could impact sure. how we care for others or how they perceive us and impact that therapeutic relationship. Um but in not sharing my faith either with my coworkers, am I I'm also using um that ethical line, mm-hmm. which, okay, that's, that's not okay. Um, yeah. So where am I leaving my faith at the door and saying that, well, ethically, I'm not supposed to, um, when in reality, no, that's the call of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so how, how can I do better at that? And how can I kind of move forward in that? Cause that's a place that I really struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm right there with you working in a public school. Um, you know, I have to be very careful what I say. And so I have to, um, you know, really rely on my actions to speak louder than my words. And going back to what we talked about the first day about, you know, call, teaching kids to, to stand based on my behavior. So, yeah, but, you know, with my coworkers, um, you know, I um, now I have earbuds. So but the, before I had those, I would uh, I listened to the podcast on the way to work. Um, and sometimes I'd get to work before it was done. So I'd be walking down the hallway to my classroom and, you know, the podcast is going on. And so once a month, it's my voice is coming through. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I want the other teachers to hear. Like, why, Steve, why are you on the podcast? What What was that about? Um, I mean, they know that I'm a believer, um, but I don't kind of throw it in their face. And maybe I should not throw it in the face and negative, but just kind of be more intentional about, okay, yeah, I'm not going to. I can't talk to my kids about my beliefs, but I can talk to you. Um, so, yeah, that's a good challenge. So um, thank you for, for bringing that up. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, I was going to say something. Now I lost it, but that's okay. Um, what what challenges um, do you have, you know, as a result of this um, this passage, maybe for yourself or for the listeners? Yeah, I think I the thing that comes to mind for me is: Are we prepared? to share. And I know that doesn't really necessarily relate to divorce at yeah. all. Um, but right. How is our spirituality? And like, again, is it our selfishness that we don't want to reveal that? Is that our pride? Um, and right. Cause that's what it's speaking to underneath some of this divorce is right. What is selfishness and whim that is keeping us from sharing or from pursuing, um, and so that would be my challenge is kind of, right, where, where is that in our lives and what, what do we need to do to look further into that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a challenge for me um, is, um, you know, as someone who's married, is uh, just that commitment to making my marriage last, seeking to build and restore. And then tying back to what we talked about, Matthew, earlier about leaving your gifts at the altar. And so how intentional am I being about trying to find those times where I need to humbly go to Jackie and say, oh, I screwed up, right? Um, or, um, you know, that where I need to say, yep, th- we're in this for the long haul. And so uh, what do we need to do um, to make sure that we are in this for the long haul? If you, if you and then I thought, well, okay, well, I'm married. But there are people who are listening to this that are divorced and people who are single. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to come across as I'm telling divorced people what to do. But again, tying back to what we're talking about, Matthew, is um, I'm not saying go out and reconcile with your um, your former spouse, but just all right, what are you doing to seek reconciliation with them in terms of the conflict that may be on? So again, not going back and getting together, but um, how are you? seeking to heal the relationship, your relationship with Jesus, but also this relationship with your your former um, spouse um, in context with what we talked about earlier um, this week. And then uh, for those of you who are single, um, before you get married, know what you're signing up for. You know? <laughs> um, don't rush into it, um, but know that um, God wants you to have a lifelong commitment with this person. So what are you doing um, to see God's will for your life in your potential spouse. Um, what are you looking for as you're looking for a spouse? Um, you know, uh, so just kind of understand that this is a serious commitment. It's a serious thing that God doesn't take lightly. He doesn't want us to get rid of it on a whim. So, all right. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, what we came up with. I thought, hopefully, for those who are listening, you found something in there as we talked about this topic. So, All right. Well, um, it is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. So we will be back with you one more day. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Thank you.